Hello, and welcome to the Super Professor Podcast. You're listening to Clemens Kunkel, a.k.a. Super Professor. And today I want to talk about another new theory of mine in my new book coming out called Keys to Unlocking the Universe's Mystery. Not out yet, but it's coming out. But if you'd like to play catch-up on um, my theories, I have a book on Amazon called Keys to Unlocking the Universe, which goes into detail and gets you up to date on all my different theories and ideas. But this this theory here is called Weatherman Randy. And I have to give credit to my brother, Randy. Um, He actually, you know, I was explaining my theory to him and He's like, Clem, why don't you just map it like a weather map? And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, you know, if you're saying all this is caused from other dimensions been in the fabric of space, then you can be able to map it like a weather map, you know, like lightning and different things. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's a great idea. So basically the second book was because he came up with the idea of the mapping and that opened up a whole new can of worms trying to get everything mapped and put together. Now, what is... Weatherman Randy. Now, before I get into that, what is dark matter? Anybody know? Dark matter makes up, and it's it's quite a bit, 27% of our universe. Now, you're thinking, well, that's not a lot. It's not 100%. It's not 80 But here's the problem. If you're sitting in, your, in the room listening to this podcast, everything you see in your room, that's considered matter. But if you go outside and you look at the stars, the sun, and everything else, that's matter. So you've got matter in the universe, but do you know that only makes up 5% or less, 5% of the universe? All that matter bends the fabric of space, galaxies, and stars, but it only makes up 5%. Everything else is dark matter and dark energy. Now, the reason they call it dark matter and dark energy is we can't see it. Now, think about that. We call it dark energy because we can't see it, but it causes the universe to expand. The universe roughly expands at 1.3 miles a second in every megaparsec. Dark energy makes up 68% of our universe. That's a lot, 68%. And it forces the universe to expand. So our universe keeps getting larger and larger and larger, but we don't know what that force is. We just gave it a name, dark energy. Dark matter bends the fabric of space. We see it through lensing. We'll be looking at a star, and that star will move position or get large and change from a redshift spectrum to a blue. So we see matter... Because we say matter bends the fabric of space, we see something go in front of a star. We can't see the object. It's, it, it, it just can't see it. But it bends the fabric of space. So dark matter bends the fabric of space. 27% is dark matter. Now they're mapping dark matter. Scientists are mapping dark matter, but here's the problem. They'll see a star, and that star will get large and then go back to normal. Well, they know that there's matter in that area, but then it disappears. 
because we have to see light coming from it to know that there's matter there. So when the fabric of space is bent, when the light goes up, down, and just kind of like wobbles in space, it's like, oh, there's something there. It's kind of like thinking of a pond and you drop a pebble. That pebble causes ripples in the water. So you, the light will be refracted and bent around. So it changes that light. So we see matter that's being affected by when it gets in front of light from a star. Now, my paperwork is how to map dark matter and dark energy. If you get my book, Keys to Unlocking the Universe, on Amazon, it goes into details. What I am saying in my theory is that dark matter and dark energy is the other dimensions bending the fabric of our space. Now, people, you're like, oh, wait, another dimension. No, this is not Star Trek, Star Wars, and... Not we're not talking about science fiction movies. What we're talking about is what's really happening in our universe. It's kind of like when Albert Einstein showed you the fourth dimensional plane, space and time. Albert Einstein didn't invent the fourth dimension. He just showed you it's there. I'm showing you that the fourth, the fifth, and the sixth dimension is there. We don't live in the fourth dimensional plane. We don't live in the fifth dimensional plane. We live in at least, in at least the sixth dimensional plane. Now, some people's like, what is what does that mean? Okay, let's do something simple. Think of how how do you understand dimensions? Well, if you're looking at a TV set, you have up and down and left and right. That is what's called 2D, two dimension. Not simple, right? Well, what's 3D? When people go to an IMAX theater, that means the image has depth. It comes off the screen. So you're sitting in the IMAX theater, which is 3D. Depth, up and down, left and right. You got horizontal and vertical, and depth. That's your 3D. You're not in 4D. You're in 3D. You're looking at a 3D screen. That gives you depth, forward, back, and left, right. You're here's because you're not moving in that movie. Does that make sense? You're not actually in the movie. You're outside the movie. Okay, now how do I get you to understand that? Well, if you think of an aquarium, and now the aquarium give it depth. You got width, and you got depth. But you're not in it. You're outside the aquarium looking at the aquarium. Now, fill the aquarium full of water. So, you're outside. The minute you step in the aquarium, you're in 4D. Does that help? I hope it helps. Because now you're moving in that dimensional plane in space and time. The fourth dimension is space and time. You need room to move in, and it takes time to move in it. Basically, if you're in your room... You got, you know, if you're sitting in a room, you got forward, back, or left, and right, up and down. You're in a three-dimensional cube or a sphere, but you're sitting in the middle of the room. Therefore, you're in a fourth-dimensional plane if you're moving or standing still, or but it takes time to get from point A to point B. Albert Einstein showed you that the fourth dimension exists because you have to get from point A to point B. I'm going to show you the fifth dimension exists, 
and the sixth dimension exist. You still got forward, backward, left and right, up and down, space and time. But the space and time we're going to skip. And we're going to skip the fifth and we're going to go to the sixth, which is thinner space, slower time, heavier matter. We're going to add matter to the equation of space and time. You have to get my book to understand more, but we're going to add matter to the equation. Because matter bends the fabric of space. Matter affects time. So you still got forward, backward, left and right, up and down. Thinner space, slower time, heavier matter. There is your six-dimensional plane. Now, in my book, uh, Weatherman Randy is mapping dark matter. I say that other dimensions exist and moving through us. And so the theory, Weatherman Randy, is how to recognize the other dimension. Let's do something simple. We know our universe has stars, galaxies, and black holes. Well, if I'm saying another universe exists, well, then they have stars, galaxies, and black holes. We're not going to make any new assumptions. It's kind of like thinking of um, you're, you're, in, you're in, uh, in the United States. Well, the United States have mountains, rivers, streams. Okay? Well, you go to another country, they got mountains, rivers, and streams. They're different. But they're there. So just think about it, you know, use our universe as a template for mapping other dimensions. Now, in my paperwork on the first book, I said that there was a merging of two universes. He says, yes, I'm saying a lot. But understand what I'm saying. I'm saying the, the universe that we view came from a merging of another universe. So we are we came from a joining, which created the Great Wall, the Great Attractor, and the Great Void. I have 42 empirical evidence in my first book that explain why the universe looks the way it does. It has to. It came from a joining. Now, if we didn't have the joining, the universe would not match my paperwork. We have a joining. Everything I say, I can prove 42 times. Kind of hard to do if you, you don't have a match. But I match the universe. Now, what else am I saying? But that, besides that we live in the sixth dimensional plane, that there are other dimensions, and they're moving through us. And we can map it. And I actually think that we can travel faster than the speed of light by stepping over to the other dimension, and let space move without us. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that we can travel faster than the speed of light, but to be able to travel faster than the speed of light, we must be able to map the other dimensions, know the direction, speed that they're going, and then we have to figure out how to get over to the other dimension and then step back. you got to understand, you're moving really quick right now. The Earth spins at 1,000 miles per hour at the equator. So you, it's right here while you're listening you're sitting still, you're moving at 1,000 miles per hour. It's different speed as you go up and down on the north or the south pole. It slows down. But you're moving at 1,000 miles per hour, more or less. But here's the thing. The Earth goes around the sun at 66,600 miles an hour. So it's 67,000 miles per hour you're moving. Why are you sitting in a chair? But wait a minute. The sun goes around the Milky Way galaxy at 504,000 miles an hour. Now, just think about it. you got one speed, two speed, three speed. You may not realize it, but 
you're moving at 504,000 miles an hour plus 66,600 miles an hour plus 1,000 miles per hour. Just think about that. But wait a minute. The Milky Way galaxy is not stationary. The Milky Way galaxy falls toward a region of space called the Great Attractor at 14 million miles an hour. Think about how fast you're moving. Superman's going to have to try to keep up. You're moving really fast and we don't even notice it. Just think about that speed. We didn't stick in a rocket ship. You're moving at 14 million miles an hour. More. You're going to add all the other ones. But we're actually moving faster than that. In my first book, I said that the universe is actually, our universe is actually rotating and falling in another universe that's rotating and falling, that's falling, and that universe is rotating and falling in another universe. I think that we were the third universe of plane, third dimensional plane. Um, third, like, I think there was a universe before us, and then I think there came another universe before us, and then I think we're another universe. So I'd say the other universes are larger than us, and we are falling in that universe. How to explain that? Well, think, think of a, a forest. You got a forest over here to the left, and it's growing, got trees in it. But then there's a forest to the right, but it's not close enough to this other forest yet. It's too young. But as time goes on, trees grow, 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 and then all of a sudden, they become one large forest. The forest join and makes one large forest. Does that make sense? That's the way I look at it. They, they join and made a big forest. So our universe joined and made a large universe. It's kind of like the galaxies. The Milky Way galaxy gobbled up other galaxies. Think about that. Our Milky Way galaxy gobbled up other galaxies. Our galaxy got larger. You got the small Magellanic Cloud and the large Magellanic Cloud. One day we'll join with us and we'll get larger again. Then you got the Andromeda Galaxy that's falling toward us and will join with us and make us larger again. So my paperwork, Weatherman Randy, is mapping the other dimensions for faster than light speed travel. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying step over to the other dimension and let space move without us. So Weatherman Randy is mapping dark matter. There, now, just think about a black hole in our Milky Way galaxy. Well, if our Milky Way galaxy has a black hole, think of a black hole in another dimension bending the fabric of our space. We're not going to be able to see it because it's in another dimension. But we will be able to see the lensing, the effect that it has in our area of space. How do I explain that? Well, think of an aquarium. Now drain the aquarium halfway down. Just take a regular 20-gallon aquarium and just drain it halfway. So you got water in it and you got air in it. So you have two, just think about that in a simple sense. You have two-dimensional planes. You have uh, water below 
air above. Air is oxygen, hydrogen, water is oxygen, hydrogen. Two different temperatures, two different mediums. Does that help? Now, if you take a ball, think about this symbol. If you just take a ball and set it in a ball that will float, set it in the water, it's touching the air and it's touching the water. But the water's not going in the ball. It's sealed. Does that make sense? But if you move the ball back and forth, it affects the water and affects the air. You can't see in the ball because it's solid, but it moves the water. What's another way to explain it? Well, think of yourself in a submarine and a boat is up above. You're in a submarine, you're in the water, but you can't see the submarine. You can see a bulge in the water if it's dark. Does that make sense? So it depends on where you are, the effects that you'll have. So I'm saying Weatherman Randy is mapping the other dimensional planes by knowing what we have in our universal plane. If we're 5% of the universe and the other matter is dark matter and it's 27%, think about that. That means those other dimensions are way larger than us. They're 27% dark matter. Ours is 5%. The other matter is dark matter. There is no explanation for dark matter. It's called dark matter. There is no explanation for dark energy. So do something simple. Say it's the other dimension squeezing the fabric of our space. And don't make us first. Here's the hiccup. We, di- we didn't come first. Kind of like the dinosaurs were before us. Think about that. But wait a minute. Dinosaurs were before man. Planets were before dinosaurs. Suns were before planets. So if the other dimensions have planets, then those are going to affect our area of space. So Weatherman Randy is recognizing that that is a star, that is a galaxy. And knowing that that's a galaxy or knowing that that's a black hole, you can map it because you you can see a lensing for a little bit, but then it goes away. But you know that that's a galaxy moving in our area of space. I hope that helps you. So Weatherman Randy is um, mapping what's called MACHO. MACHO stands for Massive Compact Halo Object. It's a lensing effect of a binary star. The star jumped exponentially large and then went away. I'm saying that Macho, massive compact halo object, is a black hole from another dimension bending the fabric of our space. And if that is a black hole, I'm saying that black hole has a galaxy that's larger than our galaxy around it. And now, instead of just focusing in a specific area at the black hole, the lensing, Look around the entire area, back out, and look at the entire picture. You're looking too close, back out, and see the entire stars there. And watch all the stars move as the galaxy moves from another dimension to our area of space. That's what I'm saying, is mapping the other dimensions 
and recognizing what they're doing. I, I hope that hope that makes sense. Um, it's it's it also think 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 about the other dimensions having a positive and a negative. All right. So if you take two negative magnets and try to push them together, they won't go together. Okay. So think of a galaxy coming close to our area of space. So our galaxy and that galaxy is pushing against each other, forcing us to move away from each other. That's the way I explain it. We have we we are being pushed against each other, forcing each other to expand. If you take an aquarium half full of water and you took an oil dropper with a lightweight oil, water's polar, uh, oil's nonpolar. I think I said that right. So if you drop the oil on the water, the oil didn't explode. It touched the water and just stretched across the aquarium. It was trying to seek balance. It it didn't blow up. It just touched, so you got pressure from the air, pressure from the water, pressure from the oil. They stretch out and seek balance. Everything in the universe is trying to seek balance. So that's what I'm saying is that the other universe is just trying to scoot in and trying to make room, you know, just trying to fit in with us. Forcing us to expand and grow. Think of a, a, a forest with trees. Well, you got grass in, the, in there. You got animals that live there. You got wind that blows through there. Just think of all the different life that's in a forest. It's just not trees. It's got everything else growing in there. So think of our universe like a forest growing. Needs room to expand and get larger. Does that make sense? I hope so. Because the trees get older, they get bigger. They they do seeds and plant another another tree. So our universe will expand or is expanding, 1.3 miles a second in every megaparsec. So we know the universe is expanding. They just don't know why. I'm saying it's the other dimensions squeezing in on us, trying to make room. And we're trying to squeeze in on them. We got pressure. Each one of us is pushing on the other. That's what I'm saying. So Weatherman Randy is mapping all the different effects. I got the Stephen Colbert effect. I've got um, Vic, uh, Vicky Starshine. I got Katrina Starshine. I've got uh, Al's brainchild. I've got I've got so many different theories that help with the mapping because I'm saying this effect will cause this. I'm saying that a black hole from another dimension dragged through our area of space. And we see the effect. I'm also saying that all this stuff can be mapped speed, direction, and rotation. I don't think anyone's saying our universe is rotating. I am saying that our entire universe is rotating and falling in another dimension that is rotating and falling in another dimension. 
that's rotating and falling into another dimension. Yes, I'm saying a lot, but wait a minute. Think about in the old days, the Milky Way galaxy during Albert Einstein and Edward Hubble time. That Milky Way galaxy, our entire Milky Way galaxy, was the known universe. Now think about that. The Milky Way galaxy that we live in, the Milky Way galaxy, was the known universe. There wasn't anything outside the Milky Way galaxy. Think about that. Now we know there's trillions of galaxies out there. In a short period of time, we figured all this out. So our universe is expanding and we have to expand with it. We can't keep old stupid ideas. Like some people think the earth is flat and that is like those people don't think. They don't even know what holds the water back. They just, oh, the earth is just flat. You can't stick with old knowledge because it doesn't work. Back in the old days, the, the numbers went from one right on up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and keep going. They didn't have a zero. You understand, zero was not in the beginning. Someone added a zero. What else did they do? They added a negative one and went the other direction. What else did they do? A squared plus B squared equals C squared. Pythagorean theorem. We keep coming up with newer and better and better ideas and better concepts and we have to expand. Can't stick with old information when there's new information out there. So my theory is how to map other dimensional planes. And I have to thank my brother for coming up with the idea. Because I did not think of it. He did. So the new book coming out, Keys to Unlocking the Universe's Mysteries. Go get my other book, Keys to Unlocking the Universe, or listen to a couple more of my podcasts about uh, B, Birth of Everything Again. I actually say what happens to a black hole. Um, listen to, I have a couple of podcasts out on my theories, and this is another one I'm putting together. So anyway, I hope you um, actually listen to another podcast of mine and comment, please share. I think we can travel faster than the speed of light by stepping over to another dimension. How, how, do, how do I get that? Do you understand that? Well, I did a CD on uh, CD Baby, Faster Than Light Speed. But anyway, um, what I'm saying is that if... How to travel fast? Okay, think of an escalator. You, you're, you're standing on, on in an uh, airport, and there's an escalator going by you. Okay? Now you have a, a luggage... You step on that escalator and you move with the luggage. Didn't take a lot of energy to step on that escalator. But here's the thing. You see another escalator and you set your luggage on it. And it's going the opposite direction. So now the, the luggage is going one direction. You're going another. The distance gets vast. You're using something that's already moving. Does that help? Okay, now think about when uh, we take a hot air balloon and catch the air current. All I'm saying is we're going to use the space current. We're going to use another dimensional current to move faster than the speed of light. We have to need we need to know the, the speed and the direction of the other dimensions. That's what my paperwork is about. Speed, direction of the other dimension. 
how to map it, how to know which way they're going. So uh, that that's me just being me. <laughs> so uh, I hope you're still listening and, and enjoyed what I was talking about. And before I go, I'd like to talk a little bit about man-made climate change is dangerous as hell. Do not listen to Donald Trump. He does, he's clueless. That man doesn't know anything. Let me help you help you out. Uh, the 1930 Dust Bowl destroyed 60,000 acres. Scientists were warning us. We went up to, from 300 parts per million. We went to 400 parts per million. And we've changed the climate. We have to fix this. It took seven years to correct the 1930 Dust Bowl. We did it from over-farming. We caused it. We are causing disasters around the world. 197 countries around the planet know that we have a problem, except for Trumpers. Trumpers don't know anything. Do not listen to them. Donald Trump is not a stable genius. There is no such thing. Donald Trump is not a genius. He knows nothing about the planet. The sun is in a low cycle. It's going to go to what's called maxima. It does a seven-year swing. We haven't even gotten hot on the planet yet, but we're going to. We had the warmest. Uh, the, last year was the second warmest. The year before that was the warmest. The year before that was the warmest. The year before that was the warmest. The year before, we've had 10 years running warmest on record. All around the planet. We've been breaking records left and right. The storms have gotten worse. They added a new classification, Category 6, to the hurricane. Why? Because the storms are getting worse. They are lasting longer because of the one-degree rise in ocean temperature. That one-degree rise in ocean temperature will cause not freezing. We used to be freezing in areas. Now we're not freezing. That means more water is going in. That also means the hurricanes are going to get worse because... That one degree rise in temperature causes the fuel to the storms. Scientists are smart. Listen to them. That one degree rise in temperature is bad. They've been warning us for years. Also, the polar vortex split happened. They've been warning us for years. Your fingers are going to be longer. Hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold. Anybody notice hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold? Scientists have been warning us for years. Listen to the scientists, not the stable genius that knows nothing. If you ask Trump anything about weather, he doesn't know anything. Ask someone that understands climate change. Ask someone what man-made climate change is. Ask me, I'll tell you. It's too simple It drives me crazy that they don't understand what it is. Do some simple logic. Think, think, I'm going to show you real quick. If you're sitting in your car and you're driving, your engine is making heat. The body of the car absorbs sunlight, which causes heat. That's not a tree absorbing through photosynthesis. It's not, the heat's not being converted. You have millions of cars on the road that give off heat. Constantly. But wait a minute. All them cars that are on the road, they need roads. Wait a minute. Roads absorb heat. Where they used to be grass and trees, ground gets hotter. 
gives off more heat. But wait a minute. All them roads got people. People give off heat. We're an engine. But wait a minute. We live in homes. Our homes are heated. We're affecting the planet. Can't keep thinking it's going to fix itself. The 1930 Dust Bowl would have never happened if Mother Nature just fixes itself right away. We had to change to fix it. The storms are going to make the ocean darker. Darker means sunlight's not going down. You're going to kill fish. Algae plumes are happening in wildlife. Uh, sea life is dying. We need the ocean. The storms are going to get worse. The oceans are going to get darker. The oceans are going to get hotter. This is going to be a domino effect. Don't listen to Trump. Listen to the scientists and the other 197 countries that know we have a problem. Not one person. Don't listen to Trump. He doesn't know anything. Listen to the scientists. Listen to NASA. Listen to the smart people. When someone said we didn't land on the moon, those are not smart people. They have no knowledge. Twelve people walked on the moon. We have reflectors on the moon that send the signal back and tell us that the moon is moving away from us. They have reflectors on the moon. We know so much about the universe. The people that don't understand the universe... You don't listen to. Don't listen to Trump. Alright, so anyway, this is Clemens Kunkel, a.k.a. Super Professor. You guys have a good one. Be safe. Study. And I hope to hear from you. So, take care. Oh, and I, you know, I got CDs. I got podcasts out. I got books out. I did a self-help book, Dream Your Dream. Uh, I got a kid's book out, Mystical Truth Tales. And I got to get some more books out. I just kind of got a little bit of sidetracked here, but uh, here we go. I'm doing another podcast. So you guys take care. I hope to hear from you. Oh, check out my uh, YouTube video. I break concrete block with my bare hands and I break wine bottle and beer bottle. You guys take care.